You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 112. Today, you and I are hanging out to talk all about how an offer a day keeps debt away. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thanks so much for pushing play on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And today we are chatting all about how an offer of day keeps debt away. Now I'm laughing because I said this to my coach. I said this to James the other day and he was laughing <laughs> because I said that this was coming up essentially in a lot of my my coaching containers inside the PT profit formula as we're teaching this process. And also for me in my experience, and I'm going to give some context. I, I said this title as a joke, but, and I'll give some context around it, but we are really going to lean in today. So if you're feeling like I'm super strapped for cash, or maybe you're feeling like I'm launching, or if you don't know what that is, we're going to break that down today as well, where I feel like maybe you've got a promotion for your products and services and it's not lifting. So what are you supposed to do? Close your doors and wait, you know, 90 days to build no like, and trust. So we're going to be talking all about that today. And I'm going to do my best because it is Saturday night at 8 PM, right before Halloween. And my team has been asking me for this episode and I have been slacking. So I'm going to do my best to be both concise. And so that there is a little editing that they have to do since this episode is coming out on Tuesday, but one of the things, so let's just go ahead and just strip down to the basics. Now I talked a little bit about this inside of simple selling, but when we're really looking at the business and we're looking at creating this machine, this system, it really boils down to three main components, people, prospect and purchasers, right? And so in the people component, now you, may, you probably have heard me talk about this before, but in the people component, we're really looking for a way that we can attract consistent leads and turn these leads, these people into prospects, people who raise their hand and say, I'm interested in what it is that you have to offer. These are the people that, you know, if you were, you know, these are the people that if you're going to the grocery store, at least in my town, we've got three, we've got Trader Joe's, we've got Food Town, and we've got, oh my gosh, what is the other one? Super, super, my husband, if he was here laughing, if he was here, he'd be laughing at me, but it's like Food Town and the super something and Trader Joe's, right? And we go to all three for different various reasons. But could you imagine if they closed their doors and said, oh, sorry, our launch is done and I just need to build no like and trust? No, of course not. They don't do that. So if you really pointed out and looked at 
other businesses, other industries, the businesses that have, that are making multiple millions of dollars, they have revenue generating activities that are happening inside of their business on a consistent basis. Even if you look out into the big, look out at the big dogs, the people who are launching once a year or twice a year, they still have things for sale on a consistent basis. They're not relying on one sole offering of doors open and doors closed. So this is what we're going to be diving into a little bit today, because this is one of the mistakes that I see a lot of newer entrepreneurs or people who are struggling in the game, I see them do. They tend to do one or two things. Either they close their doors because their teacher told them or their coach told them that they have to launch and that they need to build a wait list and they need to build no like and trust. So that's one thing that people do. The second thing that people do is that they'll be like, okay, so my coach told or they really get on board with this concept. So then they start to create a whole bunch of other offers completely splitting their time in and and defocusing their efforts on the thing that they really want to scale. And for me, I've fallen into both traps. And so not only have I experienced it myself, I've also seen it happen out in my communities and I've seen it happen to my colleagues. And so we're just going to be breaking that down today because the truth of the matter is that if you want to generate more revenue inside of your business, then you need to put more offers in front of more people and you need to put the right offer to the right person at the right time. So we're going to be breaking that down today and talking about what that looks like. And I'm going to give you a framework to really think about it. Now, first of all, there's just some things that we need to clarify before we dive into this episode. So we've talked about people, prospect, and purchases before. These, this is the system. This is the actual customer journey that people go from never hearing of you before to then all of a sudden being interested in what it is that you have to say and here and, and maybe get their first quick win and that they become a customer. And then they're as a customer, then they'll have, you know, a lifetime customer value depending on your offers. And so the really, the biggest, most important thing that I'm going to say about you and your business is that we need to build a machine. You need to have a plan in place. This is why I talk about the three pillars of performance. And the truth is that it is a, it is a three pillars that work synergistically together. And on top of that, it has a proven persuasive process because that's what's going to carry them through this customer journey of never hearing of you before walking into your store or your gym and then becoming a customer. Each experience with you creates or harnesses more demand for the next step. Because that's ultimately what we're talking about here. So we'll talk about how we create that in a second. But the other thing I want to really just clarify as I'm leaning into this, because is the, the thing I want to clarify is that an offer is not your product. An offer is not your coaching. An offer is not your service. An offer is not your, your membership. It's not your stuff. Your offer is a presentation of a, of a outcome for an energetic exchange. 
And so in order for a customer to really evaluate an offer, an ask, an invitation to transform, to get to the outcome, to get to Desire Island, they are evaluating what the perceived value is against the asking investment. Now, they're not measuring this value by just the price, right? They're, an offer is your point of view. An offer is your free experience. An offer is in, an invitation to hop on a call with you or download your free experience or come to your training, whatever that is. An, it is an offer, an invitation to invite someone to come into your store. You are asking them to give up some time in exchange for walking into your store, browsing your stuff, in exchange for their email address, real estate in their inbox, value, valuable time. There is an energetic exchange. And for anyone who's been in the game long enough or, or at all really knows that the amount of effort that it takes to get someone to do something for free is the same amount of effort as it, it takes to get someone to purchase a 2000 program, a $5,000 program, a $10,000 program. Effort is actually the same because you need to make a case that the asking investment is 10 times more or that the you need to make a case that the value is 10 times more than the asking investment, whether it's investment of time, whether it's investment of money. And so if you're sitting here and you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, okay, Beverly, but how do I know? Or maybe you're wondering, you know, how do I know if there's an energetic exchange? Well, let me ask you, are you doing things for free? Are people showing up? Are you doing things paid? And are people showing up? Because people need to have an emotional investment. And in order for the transformation to occur, there needs to be a transaction. Otherwise, it never will happen. I mean, think about your own buying behavior for a second, right? How many times have you downloaded something with the best of intentions to read it, to practice it, and then you just don't do it? You just never do it. There's a reason for that. But if that, if you had invested, $200 in it, then you probably are going to show up for it. But then again, right, this is why I say price is subjective and it's not for us to determine whether or not something is expensive or not. Because somebody who's making a million dollars a month, they're probably not going to show up for a $200 investment. To them, that feels free. So it's really important that we are not putting our money stories on to our products and services. And this is a whole nother podcast and I can record this another time, but your offer is the transformation and it is the communicated value of the asking investment. And there are other main components. There are, there are lots of components to an offer. In fact, I did a podcast on this. I can't remember what no, number it was, but I talked about all of the components to an offer. And one of them 
which is going to lead me to give you the second point of clarification, which was the difference between launching and evergreen. So if you are new to the space, new to marketing, you've never heard of these words before, I just want to give you some context so that you can understand what it is I'm talking about, because all a launch is, is a presentation of an offer with a deadline. And so urgency is one of those key components to a, to an offer, to an irresistible offer, Grand slam offer, home run offer. Those are probably some things that you may or may not have heard of before. The good news is you only need one. Now we're going to talk a little bit more about that in just one second, but let me just finish this thought loop, which is that your, your urgency, your deadline. Now it is a brain-based component. Your brain needs the deadline and it's not a deadline to force them to take any action to force them to buy. No, we're not talking about forcing anyone to do something, but what we are talking about is encouraging them to make a decision. And the decision is either, yes, I'm ready or no, not yet. This is why I'm always shifting away from no, like, and trust. And we're going to talk about that in a second, but I know I keep saying that, but I just want to make sure because it all it all is related, but I want to make sure I just close out this loop is that that's what a launch is. A launch is when you have open and shut doors, t- periods of enrollment. That's a launch. And now you can see that these can be very valuable, especially if you're doing group containers. Maybe you're doing, maybe you're doing a, you know, the schools. Schools teach you to have the launch mode where they're like, you know, we all start at the same day and we all finish at the same day, right? The launch mode can be very effective, but what I've come to discover, especially working with my one-on-one clients and also in my group containers is that when you work from that model, you are not taking into consideration that there are people that are going to want to work faster. And there are people that are, that might need and want to work slower. And so when you're in an environment of start and stop like that, it doesn't take care of all of the people in the container. So it is something to consider when you are putting together your offer. Now, of course, just like anything, we can make a case for anything, anything that you want. So I probably should have started with that because ultimately when you're, well, I'll, I'll end with that. It'll make sense. I'll pull it all together with that last thought, but you want to be able to, to have a reason why there's a deadline. Now I have a client, I'm working with this one client who is teaching a lot of, of science in his program. And so the science in the way that he structured it is that the science components require a level of understanding and people need to go through it together. And so it makes sense that it is a start and finish at the same, you know, at the same time. So there are ways that you can do, you know, urgency. Other ways that you can add urgency are things like create a, um, create a program and then put it on sale, right? And I'm not a huge fan of this, but this is how you see urgency created or deadlines created inside of brick and mortars. So I said earlier, use the metaphor of the grocery store. Could you imagine if they closed their doors and said, oh, sorry, we're not, we're not taking any customers. We're building no like and trust. No, but they're in an evergreen model, which just means that things are always for sale. 
Things are, you can always purchase it. It's a revolving door. There's no urgency, but they create urgency inside with things like clearances or sales or, you know, grocery stores specifically, since that's what we're talking about, they have their like pack in savings or whatever. And there are things that they do to encourage people to make a decision. It's not about forcing them to buy. It's to make a decision. And the decision is either going to be, yes, I'm into it or no, not yet. Not yet. It's just not the right time, the right offer to the right person at the right time. I used to work in a gym and I used to, and, and for those of you who've ever worked in a gym before, have you ever, don't you remember those closeouts? Every 30 days we would have a closeout. And I remember one of, you know, I was a district fitness manager at the time and the, you know, the person in the, um, like my boss, the one ahead of the boss ahead of me, I remember him saying, why is it that everyone just buys on the last day of the month? Why can't they buy throughout the month? Well, it's a really good question. And the answer is that it's brain-based and that we need a deadline. Look at your own behavior. I look at my behavior the last day. I know I'm going to take my kids to see Disney on ice, but I don't buy it on the first day. I buy it on the last day. Oh yeah. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. And then we forget. And then we remember, oh my gosh, it's coming up next week. I better buy that ticket. Or people buy tickets at the door. We wait for the last minute. Not always and not everyone, but oftentimes. And then especially if you're, you know, like me and you're into, you know, personal development, maybe you've heard of human design and maybe you've heard that, you know, you don't make decisions fast. Not everything is meant to, to, to be made really quickly. That's why there's an, an enrollment period. I'm never going to tell someone you only have 20 minutes and you have to decide on the spot. Not everyone has, not everyone will, will be able to make a decision that quickly. Now, this is another conversation. We can talk about that later, but not everyone's going to be able to make the decision that quickly. It doesn't need that much time. It's not a two, it's not often a two week decision. And if it is, then they'll come in in the next round or they'll come when they're ready or when something moves them. But the truth is that people will not move. They, they tend to not take action unless the pain of staying where they are outweighs the fear of what they have to do. Pain is our greatest motivator. Pain means pay attention. And people tend to move away from pain faster than they move towards pleasure. Now, it's a relationship. It's a synergistic relationship. You're, you are going to have people that move from pleasure-based and that they have their, they have their pleasure-based movements. Like they'll take action based on the benefits or the hope, the dream. But, but many people are going to, but most people are, are going to move when they understand that the consequences of staying where they are is worse. So your deadline, which is what that launch model, that is what will help encourage the decision-making. And so if you're anything like me and you want to do the evergreen model, or maybe you have a, a suite of products and services that you're wanting to promote, there are lots of other ways that you can bake in the urgency. So like I was saying earlier, you know, sales, promotions, 
Now, a lot of people will get you, a lot of people, and I have been guilty of this because I've learned this, this strategy where, you know, where a lot of people will coin the term bro marketing. And what they're really saying is that there's a sense of falseness, that there's false urgency, like what's really going to happen if the doors close, right? So I am not in going to ever encourage you or, or my students to do anything that does not feel good, that feels false, Right not going to tell you to, and I have in the past, so I've grown as a coach, but it has to be in alignment. There cannot be a sense of falseness or you can't feel like it's false because energetically, subconsciously on a subconscious level, your people are going to feel that. So make sure that it is true. So if you are going to put together a course, a program, an offer, that the part of the offer is that the investment is a thousand dollars, but you want to put it on sale, put it on sale for 500. That's fine. But energetically, you have to feel good on the deliverable of a 1k program and you can put it on sale if you want or price juxtapose it. But that has to feel true, real, and authentic. But brick and mortars do that all the time. You see grocery stores doing it. You see Peloton does it. You see gyms doing it. People put things on sale all the time. And it's part of an offer. It's a deadline. Other ways that you can increase your scarcity or urgency if you want to build an an evergreen model is expiring bonuses within a certain day. And I love this one. This is the one that I use because I think that I will always add. I want to add, even if, even at the risk of maybe being overwhelming, I want to add to the experience. I want the offer to be so irresistible that someone says, wow, I'm getting all of that for that. That's what I want it to feel like. So you could do, you know, expiring one-on-ones. You could do an expiring audit. You can do an expiring a diet audit. You could do an expiring, um, you know, meditation. I just had someone in, uh, go through simple selling with me and she is a spiritual healer. And so she was talking about having an holistic health. And so I was like, well, let's add some meditations in there for subconscious reprogramming. Like there's so many elements and components that you can add to your offer that enhances the experience and enhances the, the, or enhances and encourages the deadline, that sense of urgency. Okay. So that's a component to the offer. That's really, really important. And so now one of the traps that I, and and so because that's built in there, it's easy to want to do the launch model. And now I have done both. I've done, I have evergreen set up and I have launch. So, and as a master marketer, I can make a case for both because remember, this is not about making anybody right or wrong. This is like, it's just like fitness. When you're helping your clients become a metabolic detective and figure out what's going to work best for them, then that's what I'm doing inside of the business is I'm helping you figure out what's going to work best for you to build this efficient and effective machine. That's what we're trying to do. Okay. And the, and the first component is going to be the strategy. So this is the the big, 
you know, the strategy and how you're going to acquire the leads and turn them into prospect and turn them into purchases. So one of the strategies that often comes up that people will be deciding between is they're going to ask themselves like, well, how do I launch this? Which is again, just a presentation of the offer with a deadline. How do I launch this? How do I run a promotion for this? And there's no wrong way right? There's no wrong way. It's about figuring out what's best for you. Now, the, there are pros and cons to every lot, to every model, right? But one of the traps that people fall into is they'll say two, three traps. And I mentioned two earlier, but they'll say things like, oh, my masterclass didn't work. Webinars don't work. It doesn't work anymore. The, the algorithm is shifting. Everything's changing. Nothing works. Listen, friends, everything works. Everything works. If something's not working inside of your business, it's ultimately going to come down to two things, the messaging and the offer. And more specifically, did you put the right offer to the right person at the right time? So I know that I can make this sound so simple that I can make it sound like, Hey, just attract people with a problem and then sell them the transformation. Notice how I didn't say solution, not the facts and features. I, you sell them the transformation. It sounds so e easy in theory, but there are lots of things that have to be at play for it to go right. You have to, to there are a lot of things that, that need to be firing off in order for it to really take off. And, and it can sometimes feel like, building a card, building a house of cards, right? That's what it can feel like. One thing tips over and everything else just kind of falls flat. That's what it can sometimes feel like. And so when you're running the launch model with a start date, a, den a deadline, it can have the momentum and energy and excitement of a, of, you know, being with people and, and, doing this live launch process, right? That can be very fun. And I've been part of them. I ran them and it can be really fun and I love it. The cons can be if you don't get the volume or the momentum, sometimes it can feel like it drudges on. If you, if your messaging isn't on point where it really binds people to show up for themselves, because remember, if it remember that that people, when they pay, they pay attention. And so if their email address is not enough of a value exchange where they don't have an emotional investment in the game, chances are they're not going to show up for themselves. So when you put all this work and no one, you feel like no one's showing up, that can be, that can be draining. And that could feel like a lot of work. Oh, we're also going to talk about that too, because I have something to say about that in fitness for a second. Uh, that can feel like a lot of work and a lot of, you know, it can feel draining. So I get that. Uh, the other thing too, with uh, the launch model, which is a trap that I have fallen into, which is why I stand and make a case against no like, and trust is that I would launch and then it would fall flat. And then when, and what I mean by fall flat is that I didn't reach the outcome that I wanted. And so what would happen then is I would close the doors and I'd be like, okay, I guess I need to wait another 
three months before I can launch again. So I'll just build no like and trust. And so then we get into this vicious cycle of no like and trusting. And then what happens is that each client, each person gets to their upper limits. And what happens, what's happened to me and what I've seen my what I've seen my clients go through and what we work against, which I'm going to talk about this in one second, is the second S, the big, you know, the big S in your business is that system. Because what happens, especially when people get maxed out, maybe they've hit their six figure mark. Maybe they've maxed out with their one-on-one clients and they just cannot take any more, right? And, but yet they're just not generating the revenue that they want to generate. And so then they, then they get to, then they get to this weird ambivalent or ambiguous place of feeling like there's never enough because there's no time and there's not enough time to take on more clients. And there's not enough time to really fuel that machine and generate those leads and convert them and take on those clients. But then I also don't have the revenue necessarily that I want to invest back into the business to acquire more leads. So it becomes a tricky and it can feel like it's an either or relationship with time and money. When the truth is that if you prioritize your time over your money, you'll end up having plenty of both. But so what happens to those people is that they're like, all right, well, I only have a certain amount of time. I'm going to allot it to this challenge or to this training. And then it doesn't lift. And then if it doesn't lift, and by lift meaning that they just don't get the outcome that they want, then they can't release their clients. They can't release their one-on-one and they get into this vicious, vicious cycle of, I can't grow because there's no more time or there's no more revenue. But then if I don't grow, then I'm going to stay in this vicious cycle. And I have seen myself go through this and it can feel really uncomfortable. So the what is going to help with that is the system the system and the processes because even if you know one of the other biggest myths that happen is that people say oh you don't you don't you can't scale one-on-one, but that's actually not true at all. You absolutely can scale one-on-one. You see agencies scale it. You just need to, you'll acquire coaches. You yourself can't do it, but now you acquire coaches. Look at gyms. They sell one-on-ones all the time and they've got, they've got teams of trainers. So you can always scale a one-on-one offer. It's just going to require more manpower behind you or more person power behind you. You're going to need more people fulfilling on more clients. But when you have that system in place, then you're going to be able to take a step back. And then that's when the business is going to run itself. So you put the strategy in place and then you put, you build out this system, this business, and then you will have that constant, consistent stream of new leads coming in and turning them into prospects and then turning them into clients. And then you can start once you have all of your standard of operate operating procedures in place. This is when you can start stepping away from your business and start putting people in its place because now you've built this machine that works. That's what we're wanting to do. Whether you're doing an evergreen model or you're doing a launch model. So The trap though, is that if the launch doesn't do well, then what are you going to do? Sometimes it starts to get into this feast or famine. And so 
this is where I came up with this idea, you know, and my mentor says to me, James says to me all the time, he says, put, you want to make more money, put more offers in front of more people. And so there's nothing, there's no school book. There's nothing out there that says you have to launch every 90 days. What if you launched every 30 days? What if you launched every week? It's possible. What if you built this evergreen machine or model so that you're presenting an offer or you're connecting with people, getting them and, and, and carrying them through their customer journey. And there's something that you are presenting to them every single day. And now here's two more traps to just take into consideration as you start looking and thinking about your business. And now if you're a PT profit formula student, you know that I teach 90 day cycles, but you also probably know that I also teach this as a principle based meaning that it works like an accordion. The reason why I teach it in 90 day cycles is because I, it can feel really overwhelming and it's a sophisticated, I give you a sophisticated process and not in the understanding of the principles. The principles essentially are, are simple and I give you a simple step-by-step. But if you didn't check out the successes of a successful business, I'll, I'll give that to you too. But one of them is skill acquisition. So the reason why it can feel really sophisticated and overwhelming is because I really layer on in-depth levels of persuasion and influence. And just to clarify, persuasion does not mean convincing. I'm not here to convince. I'm not here to manipulate. Everyone already has a desire island and it is just our job to help them see a different perspective. That's all we're doing is helping them see a different perspective so that they can end suffering. That's what I want because that's what's possible for you. Because if chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you want to generate more revenue. And I'm willing to bet that there's someone out there that's less qualified than you, probably making more money than you. And it kills me because you deserve to be making the money that you want and have the financial freedom that you want. And so whatever model it is that you decide to plan out in your systems, this is what's going to be you can start really thinking about this in terms of, you know, how do I want to grow? How, what are the offers that I want to put out? And so then now this is going to lead me to the next mistake that a lot of people make. Wait, real quick, before I go into that, I just want to close that loop because the other part about that no like, and trust factor, I didn't finish that loop, but what I meant and the reason why I teach it in 90 day cycles is not that the principles are hard, but sometimes it's skill acquisition. You wouldn't expect a toddler learning how to walk to all of a sudden go run their first marathon. No, a lot of this is guessing, testing, and assessing. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of analytical clinical things that we need to break apart when we're looking at language, when we're looking at messaging, when we're looking at copy and connecting and building rapport, and we need to break it down. So it's almost like we're, it's, 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 it's as if you're teaching someone to, to learn how to squat for the first time, you're going to break down the biomechanics so that they can become unconsciously competent. It's the same thing inside of the PT profit formula, which is why I teach 90 day cycles, because it's going to give you a little bit of urgency because I don't want anybody hiding in the process. Sometimes people will say things like, Oh, I'm not ready. I just need to prepare. I need to prepare. I need to prepare. And they'll spend six months creating a course that they discovered no one necessarily wanted. And I don't want that for anybody. 
So that's why I create those, that 90 day container, but honestly, you can, you can learn it as fast, as slow as you need to. If you need to take a little bit of a slower pace or chunks of it, that's fine. We'll get to the third S in a second. Cause I do want to, I do want to combat the other mistake that a lot of people get into and it's worth commenting on because the other thing that some that other people that people do is that they fall into this trap if they're in the launch model where they feel like oh, okay so now my doors are closed so you know Beverly said or my mentor said that I need to to you know I can sell I can sell during you know in the interim and so then they'll start to create a whole slew of different products and then they're like and, you know, and then, then there becomes this law of diminishing return, both in time, resources, focus, and instead of really crafting and connecting with people that would be right for the offer that they want to really grow, they end up creating all these other things and they become, you know, shiny object syndrome. And they're like, all right, I'm going to throw this out and then I'm going to try this. Well, this didn't work. And I'm going to throw it out. And then they end up throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And this is something that has happened to me which is actually one of the big pivots that I'm officially changing right now is that I have boiled down to just really getting, I really want to grow this PT profit formula. And it has, I've had a hundred students go through the program. So I'm not, I'm, it, it's not that I, I'm unhappy with the results. I am very happy with it, but I want to continue to grow that one offer. That is what I know is transformative to people's lives. And so I had fallen into this trap of, well, I'm only launching it every three quarters or every three months, or maybe I'm only going to launch it twice a year, which is what I was, I'm considering for 2022, but that is, and so then I was creating all these other things when really I just want to double down and, and grow and hone that container of, of PT profit formula. So instead of enhancing the one offer, I was really, you know, my attention and focus was split. And now the caveat that I want to say to that is that that's just me. And I, and that's, and it ultimately, and this is one of the loops I opened up earlier and that I wish that I started with, this is what I meant. Ultimately it comes down to you. And what is it that you want to deliver on? And what I mean by that too, because I, I want to give a caveat because I said earlier, don't create something that no one wants, right? Like if I, someone's like, oh, I want to tie my shoes or I need to learn, you know, I need to learn how to tie my shoes. You're probably not going to create a course on how to tie my shoes. But if you really are fine, if you really do see someone that is having a consistent problem with this and you know that you can help them and that your solution is going to be the most effective way for that person. And that's the one thing you want to double down on, then I'm going to tell you to double down on that. But maybe you're going to get, you know, maybe you're multi-passionate. Maybe you want to, and you're passionate about other things and that you want to create other, other, other offers and other programs. And that's fine. I'm never going to discourage you. This is about you figuring out what's best for you. But again, it ultimately comes down what's best for you. That's not what I wanted to do. I was in this trap of believing that I needed to think of some way to increase my revenue when I was not launching. 
And so maybe I'll just do this. Maybe I'll do that. And I'm recognizing and realizing that that's just not what I want. What I want is to double down on transforming as many health and wellness professionals as I possibly can with the PT profit formula, because I know it's a game changer. And so I've made a big shift to make sure that I am doubling down on that instead of getting into that launch loop. Now I actually love launching. I love the energy of launching. So I'm not saying I'm moving away from launching forever. I'm just, I'm just checking in and giving you full transparency and sharing with you what's going on inside my business and the trends that I'm starting to see happen in my clients' business and in the industry. So really check in with yourself and ask yourself, what is it that I, that I want to double down on, especially, you know, and this is true. Even if you're starting in the beginning of your messaging, what is it that you want to talk about all the time and who has that problem? Cause those are the people that you want to work with. Most people make the mistake of doing the reverse, serving their audience asking what they want, but that's like going to the kids and being like, Hey, what do you want for dinner? And they're like, Oh, I want mac and cheese and ice cream. And they're going to say that all day, every day. You and I know that it's, we're, we're going to meet them where they're at. We'll put a little bit of mac and cheese on the plate and then we'll give them some veggies and protein, a little bit of what they want and what they need. And everyone's happy. So you just need to check in with yourself. What is it that you want? And what is it that you want to double down on? If you know that everything is right and everything works, and it's not about picking the best strategy or the building the best and the right system, and you really just gut checked yourself and asked, what is it that I want? What is this going? What can I create? How can I make this easy? And then what can I be excited about? Because when you're excited about something, then subconsciously your potential clients are going to be excited about it. But if it feels like effort, if it feels like it's forced, if it feels like it's dragging, then energetically, it's probably not the right fit. It's probably not the right model. So really check in with yourself on that. So do what really feels in alignment and feels good to you and what you're excited about. But one word of caution is just don't, you know, we, we go shiny object. We make the decision that, oh my gosh, this doesn't work. And then we end up throwing the baby out with the bathwater. And I've done this where I went back and I looked at, um, I looked at a funnel that I had set up and I really went and I looked closely and I realized that I had um, built an amazing converting offer. And I can't believe that I abandoned it. I just abandoned it too soon. And it was an evergreen model that I had put together. I just abandoned it too soon. So it wasn't until this week that I really just got really super clear on what it is that I want to do inside of my business. So I am sharing that with you to just share that this has been part of my experience as well. And as I've fallen into the same traps and what I've learned and what I'm seeing my clients go through as well. And also when it comes to more offers in front of the right person at the right time, it's also really going to require you to take a look at your relationship to selling. I love my products. I love my offers and I love my service and I really love my clients. Anyone who comes into my world, I, I really pour into you as if you're my children and not, and I shouldn't say as if you're my children, cause I'm like your mom, that's not what I'm saying. 
I am saying that it keeps me up at night when I'm laying around, laying awake, thinking about your businesses and thinking how best we can, we can mitigate risk and how we can really get to the next level. My husband, you know, that is one of the, the things my husband always says is that you care about these people's businesses as if they're your own. And the truth is I do for better, for worse. I just know what's possible. I also know what it takes. And when people say yes to themselves, I'm going to show up for them because they showed up for themselves. Which is the third S is the support. If you look out into the space, can you point to one business, just one business that has gotten to where they're at without help? without support. No. Even if you're looking at somebody that didn't have a big team or doesn't have a team, they built up, you know, a figure on their own. They didn't get there without help. They didn't. They either learned, studied, DIY'd, they had help. There was some, maybe they had support. They hired a coach. Support is a huge undervalued factor and it's not your fault. Our system does not set us up to, to, to be excited about support or getting support. We're taught that we need to take tests by ourselves. We're taught that we need to, to do things alone or it's only valuable if you do it all by yourself and we're not encouraged to collaborate. And that's just not true. No multiple six, seven figure business was made without the support of others. I don't know if you listened to that episode that we I did with Vince the other day who or last week, who is a multiple seven figure earner. And he talks all the time about how he reaches out for help. I reach out for help. I, I, people only notice trends because they see what's happening because they're in the game and they're hearing what their friends and colleagues are saying, clients are saying. Support is a huge component of a successful fitness business or any business really. But for our sake, we're talking about fitness or health and wellness, I should say. So some words of thought or some, some food for thought as you start musing on ways that you can increase your profitability in this season. And if you find yourself saying things like, oh, it's Black Friday, it's the holidays, blah, everyone's, no one's paying attention. I just want you to know that's not true. It's not true. People might be in a waiting, waiting space, but this is where your messaging is really going to matter. You can really break, cut through the noise, stand apart in the eco chamber. I say this all the time. The fitness industry is a $2.1 billion industry, maybe even more. I think that's an outdated statistic that I still have, you know, swarming in my mind, but it's a $2.1 billion industry. And yet 88% of Americans specifically are still metabolically inflexible. So you can't tell me that, that everyone's just dialed in their health, not to mention the impact of the mental health, the insight health that we've been experiencing for the last two years. If you're listening to this in 2021 or early 22, whenever you're listening to this, like it's been, we've had some huge, we, I, I think that we haven't even begun to see yet the impacts of what those last few years have been. So without a shadow of a doubt, I know that your work is needed. 
And I know that it is so easy to get into this, you know, we're in our context box and we see our colleagues doing it. So it's easy to get into everyone's doing it. What could I say that's possibly different? I get that, but that's just noise. And if you don't believe me, go to Pinterest and type in butt workout. <laughs> and just see what you'll find and just look and see what you'll find. So your work is needed. If you're listening to this and, and you have this, this desire in your heart, your work is needed and you're either and your success is inevitable. And you're either going to get the lesson or the win. That's it. Hands down. So consider your offer and put those and build the machine. That's it. And we talked all about that today. So I did talk about some things that we are uh, linking up. And I did go through some of the principles really, really quickly. So here's, if you want to go deeper on that, I've done a free training and I've, and I've called it simple selling. And you, if you're not new, you've heard me do this and I usually teach it live, but what I've done is I've created a 70 minute automated training for you that you can watch to, and, and I put a workbook in there so that it's going to help you walk away with a complete blueprint of your business, your machine for, uh, for consistent 10 K months. And once you watch that training and you fill in the workbooks, you'll have that blue book and it'll, or that, that blueprint, you'll have the playbook. It'll be right there for you. And so the real question that you'll want to ask yourself is are you know, it, the game is the same. It's just like football. It's like any, it's any sport. The game is the, is the same. Are you playing the pro level? Or are you playing the pickup game? And it doesn't matter which game you want to play. It's just knowing and, ha and having the knowing and the, and being okay with the decision of what the game is that you're playing. Neither one are bad, but chances are I'm willing to bet if you're here, you're wanting to play in the pros. So if you had, you know, if you've watched Simple Selling before, it's a little bit of a different training. You can go learn those principles. It's there for you. If it was really overwhelming the first few times that you've done it, no problem. That training is there for you. Go join it. Repetition is the mother of all learning. We all learn how to deadlift once. And then uh, we don't just stop deadlifting. We keep going. We keep repeating it and we'll hear things a different way. It's just the way our brain works. So I definitely recommend if you've already signed up for it before, or maybe you signed up for it and you had the best of intentions to, to listen to it, but you just didn't get, you didn't get a chance. So no problem. Just go ahead. And, that training is there. It's available to you. And we'll definitely link that up in the show notes. Thanks for hanging out with me today. If you need anything at all, you can go find me in the Instagram, send me a DM. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was or what your biggest question was. And, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.